0: Tonight on Alaska's News Source, the city shuts down businesses in a Muldoon strip mall until the roofs are cleared of snow. Alaska's News Source receives a letter from a man accused of killing two women. A look at what it says coming up next. And the Anchorage School District Superintendent visits Juneau one day after the governor doubles down on his education funding ideas.
1: And winter weather is moving into South Central tonight. I'll let you know who needs to be prepared for snow, rain and wind.
0: You're watching Alaska's News Source. Good evening, everyone. Heavy roof snow loads leading to Anchorage building red tags. And tonight, there's also new guidance about clearing snow from your roof. That came hours after a dangerous snow load caused the city to declare a Muldoon strip mall unsafe. And a new storm system is now expected to impact south-central Alaska. We begin our team coverage tonight with Lauren Maxwell.
3: Business owners here at Muldoon Square say this is the second day that they've had to close while they wait for word from the city about when it will be safe to go back inside. It's the issue many building owners are facing, a heavy snow load on a flat roof. In this case, the city says, some of the roof trusses are actively failing. Notices went up Wednesday morning. The snow had to be removed. Fadl Alizami got one on his door, a smoke and vape shop. He says it's tough to be without customers for a couple of days. Because, you know, when you close your business, that's when you lose. Even so, he says he doesn't blame the city. He thinks it made the right call. For, just for safety, for people, for customer, I'm with them. I agree with them. Even I lose some business, but for safety, I agree with them. The city says most of these shops can reopen as soon as the snow is gone, with the exception of a laundromat where the suspect trusses are located. Lauren Maxwell, Alaska's news source.
0: All right, that was Lauren Maxwell reporting. Meanwhile, a new resource became available today for building owners and the public here at Anchorage. That's along with a new snow removal notice for building residential buildings. Lex Yelverton continues our team coverage. She spoke with a muni engineer today about the new online map you can check out. Lex, what can you tell us about that?
4: mike a new map coming out today specifically pinpoints commercial buildings in the anchorage area that are possibly um, dealing with potential issues and most at risk in the anchorage area that resource can be found on the municipal website you can see here there are many buildings in yellow these are commercial construction that are of the most concern to municipal engineers Along with the new resources, increased guidance for residential buildings due to the weight on some homes that they believe can become problematic. Although the municipality of Anchorage is not aware of any significant structural failures in residential buildings this season, they believe some buildings could have roof structures distress. Daniel King, a municipal engineer, says they're taking a proactive approach with the new resource and hopes it becomes it brings more awareness to those commercial building owners. We aren't trying to to harm any business or harm any people. Our main goal is safety first. Um, and so making this information available to people so they know where these conditions are potentially at, you know, and ultimately getting responses back from building owners or tenants on whether they have the construction or not. As for residential buildings, the snow load is approaching the 90% of the 40 pounds per square inch design load. So does that mean you should remove snow from your home's roof? Well, it depends on a case by case basis. The mutie says since the resilience of construction in the tens of thousands of homes is variable, really there's no one answer for all of the homes in Anchorage. Um, but I'll have more on this tonight at 10, Mike.
0: All right, thanks Lex. All right, turning down the weather situation, clouds and warm temperatures in Anchorage this evening. But to our south, the storm is brewing. Melissa Fry is tracking that storm for us, and she joins us now with the first look at the forecast.
1: Yeah, Mike, we are already seeing those winds picking up. We're seeing the heat moving in. Uh, we're beginning to see both rain and snow pushing onto the Kenai Peninsula. I want to show you what this storm looks like on the satellite uh, because it's pretty impressive. The center of it is down into the eastern Aleutians, but look at that long plume of moisture, all of that cloud cover extending all the way down into the central Pacific. That is what is going to stream into depart of South Central and Southeast here uh, over the next 48 hours. Those of you on the Kenai Peninsula, especially near Turnigan Pass, are going to see heavy snow. Again, we have a winter weather advisory that is now in effect through 9 p.m. tomorrow for up to 14 inches of snow in this area, along with some strong wind gusts. We're also likely going to see that snow pushing up into Portage Valley, into Whittier, and also across Prince William Sound. Now, closer to the coast, it's warm, 43 degrees right now in Seward, so rain is likely. They're Also seeing rain coming down in Homer at 38 degrees. But it's just north of Anchor Point where we're seeing that switch over from rain to snow. And as this storm system pushes north again we will see that snow also uh, pushing into Portage Valley and eventually across the rest of Prince William Sound. Now here in Anchorage the mountains are really going to block most of that moisture from moving into our area. Chances for some light snow tonight and tomorrow we will definitely see the cloud cover from this storm and we'll also See that warmer air pushing temperatures all the way back into the low 30s. But again, just lighter snow near Anchorage, also up into the valley, seeing chances for that light snow, uh, but also with much warmer temperatures. 36 in Wasilla tomorrow. Back up close to 40 in Seward, where we will see that rain-snow mix. Pretty heavy, along with some strong winds there. Also seeing that wintering mix pushing into Juneau tomorrow. Uh, More details on how much snow you should expect where you are and just how high those winds will climb here in a few minutes.
0: All right, Melissa, we'll see you then. Thanks. Don't forget, you can download the Alaska's Weather Source app to stay connected to weather headlines and your area's local forecast. Well, a man facing murder charges sent a letter to Alaska's news source today. His trial is already underway with... Horrific video expected to be shown to the jury on Monday. Investigative reporter Rebecca Palsha has the story tonight. Rebecca?
2: Well, this morning, an 11-page handwritten letter dated Tuesday from accused killer Brian Smith was delivered to Alaska's news source from the Anchorage Correctional Complex. The Department of Corrections confirms the letter was written and sent by Smith. He faces 14 counts, including first and second degree murder, assault and tampering with evidence for the deaths of two Alaska Native women. Smith was arrested in 2019 after police were given an SD card with footage of a horrific death inside an Anchorage hotel room. The SD card had been labeled Homicide at Midtown Marriott. Now, in the letter to Alaska's news source, Smith lists several grievances, including accusations that the Department of Corrections is is improperly reading his mail. DOC strongly denied that claim in court last week. The woman who found the SD card first told police she had found it on a street in Anchorage. She later changed her story yesterday, testifying that she stole Smith's phone from his truck and transferred the pictures to an SD card that she herself labeled homicide at Midtown Marriott. Smith asked Alaska's news source to investigate further. I only got to read your article today. We can't talk about the case. All I need to say is that this latest news of questionable source of the SD card is something I suspected and pointed out four years ago already. No one believed me. It is a very serious issue. I will let you find out for yourself. I can simply nudge you in the right direction. And the judge ended court early today saying he is not ready for the jury to see those images just yet.
1: And I think it is important in this case to get all the ducks lined up, before the video is played so i if the testimony comes in as you have just described it i think it would be admissible but it's not in yet
2: and the prosecution will have to provide additional evidence monday before the video can be played in
0: court all right thanks rebecca this trial is expected to continue during the next few weeks and we'll have proceedings live on our website our news app, and free streaming channels. You can find it under the live tab on our website and those streaming uh, platforms. So ahead tonight, ASD's top leader at the state capitol amid strong education funding debates. We'll have the story next. You're watching Alaska's News Source. As his district faces a nearly $100 million budget shortfall, Anchorage's school superintendent declining to comment to Alaska's news source today as we tried to talk to him at the state capitol. That comes one day after the governor said during a news conference that he would help ASD balance its budget. Late reaction coming in tonight as our capital reporter Steve Kirch filed this report.
5: Anchorage Superintendent Dr. Jarrett Bryant was here at the state capitol on Thursday. He declined to comment when I asked him to comment on what the governor said about his district's budget shortfall during a news conference on Wednesday. If Anchorage is having a hard time accounting, let us know and we'll come in and help you with it. We'll help Anchorage if they can't do it the right way or they're having a hard time with it. We'll help them. The governor is talking about the Anchorage School District's $100 million shortfall. ASD, along with other educators at the Capitol this week, urging lawmakers to increase the per-student funding formula to $1,400 to deal with inflation and prevent staffing shortages and program cuts. That's what the governor's pushing back on, saying things like teacher bonuses and charter schools should be the priorities, which are included in a House Republican-supported bill, which also includes a $300 per student increase. Over in the Senate, where a bipartisan coalition is in charge, Senate Education Chair Loki Tobin, a Democrat, had this to say.
4: It's frustrating to hear someone cast the blame at the feet of our local school boards who are doing the best they can with what resources they've been receiving from the state.
5: NEA Alaska President Tom Claymeyer also put out this reaction late Thursday, saying in part in a statement, the governor suggests that we can't simply throw more money at our problems and expect something to change. However, his cash bonus scheme alone is exactly that, a limited short term proposal only for classroom teachers. Now, a spokesperson for House Speaker Kathy Tillman said that they also have no comment at this time. That comprehensive education package, which outlines many of the governor's educational priorities, has been stalled for more than two weeks. Reporting from Juneau, Steve Kirch, Alaska's News Source.
0: Also, one day after lawmakers at the Capitol heard Cook and natural gas producers warn it could be up to six years before large-scale imports could happen to help with potential gas shortages to heat our power, heat and power our homes, The major anchorage mayoral candidates were asked what their plans were today during an early morning alaska industry alliance candidates forum moderator asked whether royalty relief or cash loans to smaller producers could help get that gas quicker galls me no end to be thinking about importing lng from a foreign country to solve our gas issues but in the same hand the lights need to stay on the the buildings need to stay warm
4: i don't see any reason why we need to bring in natural gas
5: from a foreign country. Royalties are not the short-term fix, but they're probably the intermediate fix. The long-term fix is way, way above my scope and, and pay, pay grade.
4: One is the convening power of our local government and how I believe that is a big role that the municipality and the mayor can play. And that is to convene the subject matter experts, all of you, the utilities, and have those conversations about how is the best way to advocate.
0: Mayor Candidates will be back next Tuesday, the 13th, for another forum. This one hosted by the Anchorage Retailer Board and the Alaska Mortgage Bankers Association at the Bear Tooth Theater from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Thanks for listening to our podcast. Click subscribe so you can get the latest podcast from Alaska's news source automatically. And stay up to date with breaking news and in depth reporting available for free 24 7 with the Alaska News Source app.